0: It's a great honor, man, to have my man, Little G, on the podcast, DJ Hustle's podcast. Little G, what's happening with you, man? How you doing? What's up, man? I finally made it,
1: man, to the original, you hear me, DJ Hustle podcast, man. I am so excited <laughs> to be here, man. Thanks, man, for inviting me on your platform, brother.
0: Man, you, you, you've you been grinding forever, man, and you, in, in the work shows, and I've seen you do great things with one person in the room, I see you do great things a thousand people in the room Pretty and sure. you are funny <laughs> with one person and you were funny with a thousand people so funny, man. when it comes <laughs> to comedy man um when did you get your your insight about doing jokes and, and hopping on stage
1: you know what's funny man like always hanging out in school class clown vice versa, or whatever it's, mm-hmm. it's something that you pick up naturally you know right. parents being funny um you, you name it. it it comes within Mm-hmm. And then I, the craft was taught to me you know what I mean because I, I I met a few comics you know hanging out watching D.E.T. and seeing them mm-hmm. but I really came out of uh the school of comedy hard knocks man where it was over in Carson California because wow. I am from Compton but Carson had a club this guy named Black Casper over at the Bistro 880 yeah he had a comedy club there and um, I started going, man, and started promoting. I promoted for like two years before I started telling jokes. Is that right? Yeah, I used to be Damn. a promoter. See, people didn't know I was promoting comedy shows. I had met them, uh, Smokey D, uh, Your C, mm-hmm. uh, Hurricane. I had met a lot of older guys, and you know, and they was into it. T.K. Kirkland, you know, mm-hmm. uh Man, you can name it back then, Tommy Chung, uh, Michael Blackston, everybody that was, you know, senior representatives back then, yeah. they would have to come through the spot. Right. No, so I'm... I got a chance to, you know what I mean, work with these guys on a professional level just by being a booker and understanding the business of comedy, understand how it's, you know, produced. Right, how right. Was, you know, firsthand. So yeah. once a comic didn't show up, now I'm kind of like, what I got? Oh, okay. <laughs> I I go, so let me host it. Let me bring the first guy up. And, uh, you know, your first night of comedy, like, yo, you're going to be the host. You're like, huh? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. it was kind of like handed, plus I kind of knew the craft. Mm-hmm. I'm around with the right guys to understand the game. Yeah. You know I mean? It's hard to be in the game and don't know the game. A lot of guys get in the game, like the rap business, and they don't know the game. It's like, it's like playing baseball. It's like, fuck, I got three strikes already. Motherfucker, you out. That's the game. <laughs> that's the game. Motherfucker, it's the game. It's over. Baseball. It's right. It's, 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 it's built like a machine. So that's how I originally got into
0: it. Mm, mm, mm.
1: Carson to Bistro 880. And from there, I was discovered by a chick named Michelle Murdoch, which is I know her. One yeah. of, like, a long room that's built mm-hmm. running. For almost 20 years upstairs in the belly room. And yeah. he discovered me and brought me to Hollywood. Nobody knows that. Oh. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm. My star
1: entertainment was the first person to discover me and took me to Hollywood.
0: What was your aha moment uh, when you hopped on the mic and you got you got you got into your shoe and you're like, wait a minute. This is something that I really want to do every day. What was your aha moment?
1: Oh, man. I think it had to come from the Bistro in 80. Like, mm-hmm. when you first, you know what I mean, get your first laugh, your first. Mm-hmm. Boy, it's just, I can't explain it because I've been doing it so long now. Yeah, you just yeah. gotta love her and treat her right and she'll treat you back. That's it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Like, you got to think, man, like, this game has been good to me. I, I, I have no complaints. <laughs> like, I, I, how, how do you, like, a kid coming from Compton complains at the simple fact they boo or they boo?
0: It's priceless to me where I'm from. Exactly. So, you know, exactly. Everybody remember- sucks and everybody likes the best. So you're in between. I remember the time we, we did a few house parties, man. Right. <laughs> that was a rough crowd. Brothers in there was packing gats. You was like, Yo, hold on, player, hustle, keep going. He got a gun in the corner. Keep yeah. The but, like, I ain't tripping. Uh, you, you gotta, gotta read
1: music. the room because we was from that and we wouldn't, they would be like, man, just as long as he don't come up and he ain't taking your equipment, he ain't taking this mic out. He ain't mind. taking nothing. And we so, and that's what it was. <laughs> How many
0: parts do we do like that?
1: A thousand. I mean, but what do you what, what what did you expect? From the level of life we was living up until the point how we both grew to understand, mm-hmm. I ain't doing them type of joints no more.
0: It took quick. <laughs> it took one good shot. I was like, you know, I'm out. I'm done. But the money was good. You yeah. know, we was
1: young. I mean, that was our era of it, though. You can't stop what it was because we didn't really realize how dangerous it was.
0: No, you know it's funny? I got a call to do a party in uh, uh in Watts. I was like, ooh. It's not all with Watts, but I'm saying it's just you can't do the parties
1: like we used you to, to, to. do the project parties. Okay, we over here with the Bonnie Hunters this week. Now we're over with the Grape Street this week. Yeah, we with, and then we go to Compton. Now we're we in the we over here, and it was yeah. like you had to leave the streets alone to further gain your, you know, ability to do show business, because Mm -hmm. I looked at it like, you know what, man, fuck, man, I can't go over there, I'm gonna cancel this gig just because, you know, the the blue side or the red side, I said, nah, man, forget that, man, when I got Mm -hmm. to the family room and started doing other spots, like Studio East, I grew up with you guys, like, from Studio East days, like, when it was just nobody was on that, it was just coming to get your craft off, you know right, what I mean? Right, And a lot of people didn't understand how, you know, time does really, you know, heal the wounds, but, mm-hmm. like, some of them guys didn't really, you know, they got jumped in them parties and blew their careers just because they were scared to really live their talent out. They got caught up in the streets, man. Yeah, so. yeah. You got to look at how far we really came, dog. Overall,
0: uh, you you've came pretty far, man. You you've been on tour with some giants, Snoop Dogg. I, I can't name everybody you've been on tour with, man. Um, you didn't jump. You did to Vegas. You you're all over the country. You're move, moving around. Um, give give me a, a good experience that you had on, on the road with somebody, man, that you opened up for, or they opened up for you.
1: Um, you know what? My greatest experience probably so far is being blessed to be in the business dog mm-hmm. like to be in the business to be mm-hmm. doing it 20 years like still doing what i do for a living like yeah. like turn like touring non-stop over yeah. 20 years um i've done everything that i could possibly want out of my career like i feel that i'm successful i'm okay my mother's all right like mm-hmm. it's great i mean everybody's doing well but everything in the inner me is probably still in shambles but because i go through so much emotions we can't say this we can't do this losing this counsel this so fuck all that but i still don't care but you have to care at some moment because you don't want your kid getting picked on at school or no. or you know what i mean hate mail coming to your, your wife's office or you don't want your mother getting mean mugged the church, and so is you. you got to start caring, but I don't care. But I'm just saying, at some point, you got to start caring. um My greatest experience, I'll say, was probably going out of the country, being international. My mm. first international, the first person that took me out of the country was Warren G. Believe it or not, mm. that was my first person. I'm into like first experience going out of the country right, right. was with Warren G. And uh it was a great experience. Him, the uh, security guard, Big Lou Dog. You know what <laughs> I mean. And, <laughs> The whole pack, man, and the time that I spent with them was like unbelievable. We led on to, you know, hanging out with them growing up under that two, one, three click and being mm-hmm. able to recognize how Long Beach embraced me, how Compton embraced them. Yeah. we all love, you know what right, I mean? Right. And, um, watching my cousin build his studio, Studio 700, and being a part of Daddy V, OG TV and mm-hmm. stuff like that to be see like that era of right. me was exciting to me. Um like I said, going to Puta Canta, man, internationally, like opening up for Guy Tori, Melanie mm-hmm. Camacho, um, Cat Williams working on the road with him was a big blessing. You know, uh, Mike Cap's touring with him for five or six years and mm-hmm. just being able to wet my feet, Kevin. And you know, just you know, I, I've had my own clubs and two, several on and, Melrose, like, yeah, yeah, on Melrose. I was, I was, you know, right across the street from Nick Cannon's spot when he had his clothing store, right? right. So, I, I've been around a long time, man, trying to shuffle dollars quietly and you know. Just trying, man, just having a great time with the little success that I call, I ain't got to do what you want me to do no more.
0: <laughs> and you, you got more than a little success. Um, in this time that we are in now with cancel culture, is it, is it harder for you to write funny jokes that you really want to write, or do you have to censor yourself a little bit so you can be able to maneuver through this craziness right now? Um, damn, how can
1: I answer this without being <laughs> an asshole, right? Did you think about ironing that shirt when you put that motherfucker on or you just put it on because it's your shirt, right? You didn't give a fuck how it looked when you put it on. Like I put this sweater on. Did you literally think to say, you know what, I'm gonna put this fucking sweater on, put this chi hat on. You don't think, you just react. So sometime, and it's being a comic, you want to react and attack at the funny. You don't give a fuck what it is. You don't care who it's humiliating. You don't give a damn what the fuck time it is. Some shit just not funny. <laughs> but if it's a time for a motherfucker to react and get your ass, it he gonna get you. Right. So how do you take it as a person that's ever been joned on? Like, damn, this motherfucker it on me, yo. Do you yeah. up and leave out, or do you sit there and be like, man, go fuck with somebody else now? Don't keep it on me now. <laughs> so you gotta pick and choose who you picking on, right. and why right. you picking on them. You know what I mean? We didn't call it that back in the day, though.
0: We was just bagging, and we let whoever... But that's what I was it. saying. We let
1: everybody have it. But bagging is a totally different art form, bro, from comedy. It's right. a totally... Now, you might have one or two bags in the midst on a break or two in between jokes, but it's a totally different art form. So we try to kind of blend in the truth with reality, Mm-hmm. somewhat to make it funny, but you got to take it for what you want. It's like a Picasso. How you going to take it home? You going to hang on this wall or that wall? Right, right, right. No. I okay. mean, I, I just feel that I never censored. I never, I was counseled before counsel was counseled. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, oh, shit, Little G said that in this show? God damn, whoa. I'm XXXX. don't come if you don't.
0: That's all I can say. You you've put on a few comics and you've you've I've seen you grow from the comic that everybody now you can't get on yet to the to the comic to where bring you gonna bring G? Bring G. We we like him. Bring him in there. And you still have that that kind of flow to this day. Um what is it about you that you feel that everybody keeps calling you to hop on the show with? Um that's a great question, man.
1: Staying irrelevant, staying witty, staying yourself, being original. Mm-hmm. Um, you just, you have that flair, that they say, that it's in you, not on you. Um, right. I'm, I'm just been blessed. Like, I've had a silver spoon in the game because I'm from here. Mm-hmm. I'm from L.A. Right. I'm from Compton. I'm mm-hmm. from those streets. I'm from Inglewoods. I'm from Calabasas. I'm from everything that represents southern california yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so even if you think the bay i'm there i'm in vegas i'm colorado it's to be around the united states a couple few times man and really get that love and embrace everywhere mm-hmm. it's hard to tell you why they choose me i i think i just want to tell you something someone told me it's hard to be a star of the stars
0: mm. If that's, no, that is really a hard, hard hustle. I mean, that's in every bit of what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but I'm gonna and tell you why. Always been my I'm, hustle. I'm I'm gonna tell you why they choose you because you're funny, and you're a threat. And people like people who are successful like threats. Now I know it sounds retarded when I say it, but people who are successful like other threats because it makes them better. So when somebody chooses you to go on stage, and he's the great. In everybody else's eyes, he's choosing you because you can go out there and kill it. Because he sees you, work, a workhorse. Yeah. He sees you, or she sees you as him or her. You know what I'm saying? They're like, okay, this dude's yeah. funny. Let's let's do this. Let's knock this out of the park. We need him here. So when they see you on stage, I remember one time you was what was that song called again? I woke up from my God, he was doing that. He was doing that for a minute. I was dying when I was when I was walking in. And then you remember the time we they we did an interview in the alley. Yeah. That's how we we used to have it. That's how my club was set. That was it. Like, we, we, we padded to where we did the interview. We talked for about 15 minutes in in the alley on the couch that we don't know what, what was on. We talked there and then we walked around, kept on talking and I
1: walked. It was before that, because you didn't know that I had the club. You didn't, you didn't really know that that situation was going on. You didn't know it was a show in there.
0: I had no idea. I mean, I knew we was a club. I didn't know that you had, because you,
1: you tricked me. So I, I told you, I was like, well, we got about 15 minutes. We can go ahead. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. Let's go ahead. And I walked you right into the show. And we went on stage. And I let you do it. It was dope, right? It was dope. I think that was one of the coldest interviews that I can say. Because I know your platform. I know you've shared that fan base. Like, I've seen DJs literally like, oh man, I'm finna go. I'm like, why are you finna go? He's like, man, hustle, they go, hustle, man. I ain't finna get paid tonight. I'm like, oh <laughs> dog, he ain't like that. It's like, you didn't took the whole budget, but they don't get it because of the media, the, what you do. I've seen you on commercials. I've seen you hustle. I've seen you work, not just, you hustle. So it's like, I could never take away from the hustle you had, and you've always respect my hustle. You yeah. know what I mean? I've watched you work for years it's like, I never look at my big brothers or big people other than myself being intimidated by me. I think that I got a pin out of one of a million. I think that um, my funny is on a level where it probably won't be respected until you know, rest in peace, AJ Johnson, a few other people um, like Bernie Mac and, you know, Red Fox, Rudy Ray Moore. It, It comes in those times, like right you know sometimes you don't get your flowers while you're here you know they just give you a hey he's good you know so <laughs> you, know, you don't get into great cards until you you know expires I guess
0: mm-hmm. my job is just to inspire before I expire right now man your flowers is coming every day man don't worry about that you man, I appreciate it, it man
1: I'm breathing I, I, everybody's good man the city's looking good mm-hmm. um you know, I, I can't take away from nothing right now that comes with everything. You know what I'm saying? I, I,
0: I get you, man. So in the upcoming show, what do you got going on in the future, man, so people can come out and check you out, bro? You know what's crazy? I got I'm still touring. I have a few world
1: tours that I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just ready to shoot my special, like one man, one night, one only. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to shoot that. And um, I, I, I haven't picked the city yet. That's the thing. Okay. It's right. all in development. So as I'm touring right now, I'm grabbing new material. Plus, you know, the the crisis with the people and the, epit- the pandemic. And, you know, like I had an argument with a stripper chick. Like, no, seriously. Like,
0: hey, I'm looking at you like, like, what you going to say? It,
1: it became one of my craziest bits because I was like, hey, get off of me. You ain't vaccinated. Not I'm not getting vaccinated. I was like, you got $3,500 worth to fix flat flatten your ass but you ain't going to get vaccinated, right? Then I'm like, you got all this Jiffy Lube jelly in your titties. You got to go get your whole body done at goddamn Midas, and you going to tell me you ain't going to get no vaccine? So I was like, okay, this is it. This is where it is. And I woke up in the news, and it was crazy. Who's vaccinated? Who's Who's not? You know, you can't even come in certain comedy clubs unless you're not vaccinated. So now that takes a majority of your fan base that doesn't believe in being vaccinated away from they're splitting your money up so many different ways bro mm-hmm. where it's unbelievable like it hurts everybody from the david right. chappelle's to the little g's to the you and me's you know what i mean like it really hurts the only people who are really enjoying their self right now is the ones that you'll probably be dead next six months damn. but other than that <laughs> you know what I mean you, you they think it's a joke it's I'm moving slow I'm not encouraging my fans to run out and see me but I am encouraging you to come see me god damn it but you know do it safely wear your mask like I said I'm, I'm not really doing too much right now I'm just doing enough I'm creating tv shows I'm opening up platforms for other people that I think that's hella funnier than me or I think that really got it. That need to okay. switch over to do other things. So I'm not really focusing in on me right now.
0: Okay, okay, that's cool, man. Well, man, thank you for that for calling in, man. I appreciate you, man. Come,
1: Come on, me, man. You. You're just one of my favorites, man, because it's so much you do that people don't really know you do outside of just being a cold DJ. You know, I'm not gonna tell them either. I'm um, not him. You know what? Sometime. Somebody got to interview you and sit down and get the real you because they don't know who you are. I thank God for you. I thank God for your platform. Uh, you as one brother that I know that they never ran on me when it came to these funky ass situations in the show business. We <laughs> had to stand. I'm
0: like, man, where you get that from?
1: <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm goddamn <laughs> it. Knuckle turn- up, my turn. Table, you gonna knuckle up? Oh man, you was solid, <laughs> solid, man. You was solid, man. You gonna knuckle I, up? I, <laughs> and I appreciate all that, here. man. And I, you know what, man, believe it or not, a lot of people don't think a lot of people every day. And it's not about thinking about people, mm-hmm. but their slogans and what they do is very important. And that's on my desk, man. I never definitely. every day I'm hustling. So it's I know definitely. you somewhere hustling, doing something, and it is big for the culture. See, people don't know that. We're comedy and music and video and all, all this people didn't they didn't think it was this when you was doing this and you was doing this way before this and now it's just catching up with time you blessed brother oh, stay ahead of your crowd stay on top man never look back dog you know everything else can be played but can't never stop the hustle baby
0: man give out your information man
1: your website your Instagram all that good stuff come on man little gtv at instagram personal friends and family mark McCabe on Facebook, anything else, man, look for Comedian Little G sites, Comedian Little G fan base. Uh, You ever wanna email me personally on business, you got treatments and you got movies or anything like that, hit me at bookings at Gmail. Thanks guys. Appreciate you, man. You got it,
0: bro. Hustle man, hustle man.